0: turned destructive in downtown Seattle Seattle tonight. Here's what we know. Since then, we have seen widespread looting. 200 members of the Washington National Guard have been called up to come into Seattle. 75 have been deployed to Seattle tonight, the other 120. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in the city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property.
1: hello everyone alfred johnson uh uh, coming to talk to you again just to share some ideas uh continued ideas before the election Uh, folks these are very important ideas that we're being that we're sharing i'm hoping that you're sharing with other uh, people matter of fact please plan on sharing this with your friends everybody that's around you they need to hear it today we're going to be continuing the idea of the spiritual assault that is on right now in the united states of america and um and then after this i will begin to uh, To expose to you my political leanings and the candidate, uh, and the candidates of my choice, and why, and why. But today I want to talk to you about um, um, a set of verses in the book of Ephesians that tells us the nature of the battle that we are in and what entities we are battling against. Um, And of course, my approach on this is going to be more practical and um, than than what, what what you typically might hear. But it's written in the book of Ephesians that we don't wrestle against, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And then we're encouraged to put on the whole armor of God to be able to deal with those forces. And the armor has to deal with truth. It has to deal with a mind set on salvation it has to deal with our, our feet being shod with the preparations of peace, uh, all these things, righteousness and and faith. But these are the things that we use, and then a sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, it's the truth. This is how we deal with these forces. But um, the things that we're, the, what it says that we're battling against are very real. The first one is principalities. Now I know that most of the ideas that I'm gonna be commenting on, Uh, especially coming from a more the more spiritual part of the church they would argue that all of these entities are purely spiritual entities that is demonic entities that exist somewhere in the spirit world Um, but that's 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 just not the case that's not purely the case it's not wholly uh, the case our spiritual enemies were never given power over us that was never that was never the plan and it never occurred They were never given dominion by God. The things that we are, that we are wrestling against are entities that humans organize or things that we put together in order to control human behavior. But what happens is this, if God is not in control of the reins, if he's not really the one that's, that's at the steering wheel, then there's going to be another force that is going to be manipulating uh, these social entities. The first one is principalities. The principality is nothing more than a government. Here in the United States of America, we don't use the word principality to describe our government. We are a constitutional republic here in the United States. Um, We don't use the word principality. That word is used where there are princes. Uh, That is, there are there are, you know, like kings or queens or that kind of regal magistrate that takes place like in England and and, uh, in various uh, European countries. They, they are like in Wales. The, the Wales is a principality. When it says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, it's speaking about governments. Now you might say, yeah, but governments are governments of humans. Yeah, but that's not the part that we're wrestling against. It's the ideas that they wield. It's the power that our collective union wields. And then spiritual forces that have worked their way in to pull the strings, the levers of power that, that the humans have created and devised. Remember, if God is not in control, there will be other forces that pull the strings and they will use these institutions against the righteous, against the good. Uh, I would argue even against the patriots of the United States of America. It's governments. It's, their, it's what they wield. It is, their, it is their power. It's their ability to, to use extreme amounts of pressure to make certain things take place. Uh, in the world. You can see it happening right now. We are literally in a war uh, and, and the government is now, they're pulling off the masks. It's unbelievable. You can go to California and these folks will allow for, for riots. They will allow, allow for uh, all kinds of different kinds of assemblies that, have, that are not by any means constructive to society, but they will ban churches that gather together to sing and worship. That is, you can do a bunch of other things You can do a bunch of other things, right, and everything else, and they'll back you up. But you gather together in worship, then they come at you. Uh, Some of the states uh, are arresting people that are going to church and singing, things of this sort. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. There is an authority that comes from government, and and that government's power is a spiritual power. It's based on laws, which, again, are spiritual, and ideas and principles that are spiritual. The enemy works his way in. He's a snake. And he works his way in till he can manipulate the reins and then use those against the righteous. And then it says that we don't wrestle against only uh, principalities, but against powers. That word powers, the Greek word is exousia, and it means authorities. Uh, These are those that are given power among men to do particular things. Um, And it's reflected in the arm of government. And it could be even like CDC is an arm of government or the school or the or the or officers, even uh, of the different different expressions of authority that come from the government. And these things are constantly at work in society. And again, when God's in control within those forces end up working for good. When God is not in control, the enemy pulls the strings and he uses uh, authorities to squash the influence of the church or at least attempt to. And, and, and come at us. And it's really bizarre to sit here and watch it occur before our very eyes. Uh, again, these authorities are operating under ideas, uh, regulations, laws. All of these things are all spiritual. But again, it depends on who's pulling the strings. And when the enemy's pulling the strings, then the authorities become enemies. They become hostile to righteousness and to goodness and to truth. And schools have become this as well. Unbelievable stuff What's taking place through the arm of government. That is the extension of its power. That is authorities. The next one has to do with the rulers of the darkness of this world. The word rulers means standard bearers. Now, these are people that just have influence. They can be anybody. They can be uh, the movie stars. They, they, can, be, they, you know, they can be athletes. Now, these are people that, that others look up to. Well, the problem with that is, unless our society, again, is under God's control so that we know what to value, we know what to esteem. An actor is not a, is not a, is not so, is not a role model, and neither is a basketball player or any other kind of athlete. How in the world do, do people who, who, just because you make millions and you're before the world, you are now a role model. You're not a role model unless you have moral authority. That is, you've lived a life that is worthy of being emulated. And the quality of your life, the honor of your life, the virtue of your life, the goodness of your life is worthy of being followed. These are role models. And those kind of qualities are valued when when the presence of God is in a society. We learn what's important. We learn what to value in terms of character, in terms of honor. We end up learning that it's not so much a movie star that makes a difference in life. It's not a it's not a professional basketball player, or football player uh, that's worthy of of the highest um, uh, emulations, worthy of being followed. No, it's men and women who through who through choices have put themselves in the position of being moral influencers in their world. They are worthy of being the standard bearers. But no, what happens is once we let go of the we let go of God and we don't give God the reins to our society, then all of a sudden, our values and everything change and they shift the love of money and the love of popularity becomes the standard. And therefore, we look to people who have the money and who have the popularity. They become the rulers. That is the the standard of but they happen to be the standards of darkness, the world rulers of darkness. That is, they are not promoting godly ideas. They're not promoting peace and righteousness. They're not promoting holiness and goodness. Most of the time they're promoting just opposite of wholesomeness. You're dealing with musicians now that are pouring out vile lyrics and we seem to like it. The whole society runs after them as if they're important and they're absolutely unimportant. And uh, they have given their lives over to things that don't even matter. And they become standards. They become role models. Yes, world rulers of darkness. This is the enemy using the influence that the society puts on certain people who they deem worthy of being emulated. And these people have a sway of power. You can, you can see people swooning at their very presence. You see concerts where people are fainting in the front as if these people are worthy of being fainted over. But this is what happens when the values change. The last one has to do with spiritual wickedness in high places. And of course, a high place, biblically, was a false place of worship. It was a place where, uh, where you know people who didn't want to worship before the one true altar of God they would go onto mountains and onto hills and they would build these altars under trees and in other places that they felt to be spiritually advantageous. And in many of those high places, they were offering corrupt sacrifices. Some were even offering their children to, to demon gods and things of this sort. These are high places and their spiritual wickedness that's in those high places. And the, the, the high places that he's talking about now, what does it mean now? They are definitely places of religion. Religion has a very great power for good in society if the, re- if the religion happens to be God's, that is the one true God revealing himself to humans. He did this in the person of Jesus Christ, and we have the words that have been shared, uh, many of the words anyhow, in what we call the Bible. Those ideas are holy and powerful ideas that have shaped the history of the world we do we, we date even by the coming of christ it's unbelievable what his presence has meant to the entire world and it still does his presence is awesome his presence is glorious but the enemy has crept in uh to religion and even among the christians i'm not going to mention the other ones In their different contexts of the world, they're going to be needed until the kingdom of God advances in power all over the world. I'm not going to even speak about the Hindus right now or the Muslims or any of them right now. I want to speak to the Christians right now. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness, which is in these false places of worship. You have men and women that are gathering for church for no other reason than to... Uh, than to express religion and others are doing it just for just for the accumulation of wealth and then we have other reasons of why we gather that are not biblical reasons of why we gather and it ends up immobilizing people it ends up it ends up being an emotional expression without any action we we end up gathering for reasons that god didn't ordain um and and we end up worshiping but it's not a real deep genuine authentic worship of the living god and of the christ it ends up being more of a great display of art and singing ability and talent it ends up being a lot of money spent on choreographing things like that and the new songs and the best songs and the songs that have the greatest kind of effect on people and on the crowd and and then our message ends up being the, being the same no longer authentic holy messages And no longer uh, messengers that are leading people in the way of discipleship and world evangelization and and truly pouring out your life for people. It ends up being, again, a talent show of, of verbal expression and things of this sort with some Bible sprinkled in and but all the while there's something else that is pulling the strings in the background. And it's not the one and only true God. It's not the one that created everything, who's willing to express himself through the human race. No, there are dark powers that pull the reins and we don't even know it. Whenever it is that worship is not a God centered, authentic kind of pouring out your heart before him, then you know that something else is pulling the reins when we're not able to speak the truth because people might get offended. and If they get offended, they leave the church and they take their money with them. And therefore, we don't speak the truth. Then, you know, somebody else is pulling the reins and they're using wealth and, 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 and that and opulence. Uh, in order to keep you under control, keep pastors under control, don't you know? And all kinds of other influences that are there. But these are the powers that we're dealing with. That one happens to be false religious power that either mobilizes people towards wrong acts or immobilizes them from the right acts. There are powers that have crept themselves in to ensure that one of the two of those takes place, but not an authentic worship of the living God and not a righteous proclamation of the truth we end up believing that offending people is absolutely ungodly, not realizing that no, a humble attestation of the truth is our duty. We have an assignment from God that we cannot relinquish and we're not interested in offending anybody. But if they're offended by the truth, they're not offended at us. They're offended at the God that they hate, the one and only true God that they oppose. And it manifests what's really in their hearts. My brothers and sisters, my friends and my fellow patriots, we've got to get back to the fundamentals of what it really means to be children of God, because you can't be a real patriot without being a child of God. You're deceiving yourself. You don't even know what you're defending. You don't even know what you're defending. A true patriot both honors God, honors the timeless principles of of the Christian faith upon which our liberty is based. And they they honor each other Uh, that we don't allow the powers of darkness to have their way. One more time, these are the things that they work through. The principalities. Principality are governments. Authorities. These are, these are powers, the extensions of government into the society. They, they, these are powers that the government uses to, to mold the behavior of the society. Um, really, if the government is right, That's not really their job. That's not really what they're supposed to do. Uh, The society itself, the leaders, when you're dealing with liberty, it's people making choices, making their own choices in their own best interest. But no, um, when the government is not right, it extends an arm, an illegitimate arm into the society to mold it in accordance to its image. And of course, it's going to be the image of those who are wielding the power, both demonic and and humans who are wielding these ideas. The rulers of the darkness of this world. Again, these are standard bearers of darkness. These are people who are not upholding the truth. They have a whole totally different agenda and their lifestyles are mostly repulsive and they need to repent and fall on their knees before the living God. Uh, But no, the enemy pulls the strings and the levers of popularity and, and of opulence. And of, and, and of God's status among men, and has people swooning at, at the presence of these people that are not worthy of being followed. And then spiritual wickedness in high places. This is the enemy molding human behavior through religions that have been compromised. May God help us all to reassert our our, our place in, in, in Him, our place in Christ. May we, May we turn our back on everything unrighteous and not good behaviors that we know in our hearts are not right. Let's run away from those things. It's the only thing, it's the only way for you to free yourself from the corrupting chains that come with the powers of darkness influence. Let's run to the Christ. He loves us, and he's wanting to give us everything that we need to recover our human dignity and to be heading heavenward. May God help us. Um, I'm gonna be speaking now after this. I'm going to be making it very plain, politically, who I stand for and who I believe is operating in a a, a direction that God is in, and yes, I will end up exposing the things where we're heading where God isn't. I love you. Nothing I'm saying is for the purpose of offending anyone. Uh, This is Alfred Johnson again. I don't represent right now any organization. This is me just speaking from myself to you and, uh, and telling you exactly what I feel. God bless you. I love you. Get ready for these next episodes. Remember, share it, share it, share it. Okay. God bless you all.
0: I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, DC. What happened in the city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property. We are putting everybody on warning our 7 o'clock curfew will be strictly enforced.